Hello, this is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Baltimore on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Catholic Baltimore is a weekly radio program hosted by the Archdiocese of Baltimore, airing each Sunday following the broadcast of the Radio Mass of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic radio partners for sharing with us some of the content in this program and for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to the Archdiocese of Baltimore every Sunday. Welcome to Catholic Baltimore. I'm George Matisek, Digital Editor for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. September 3rd marks the first day of school for students in Catholic schools throughout the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Joining us to discuss new initiatives in the coming school year and the state of Catholic education today is Dr. Donna Hargins, Superintendent for Catholic Schools in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Dr. Hargins, thanks for being here on Catholic Baltimore. Thanks for having me. So this is the start of your second year as superintendent in the Archdiocese of Baltimore? Yes, that's right. right. What have you learned during your first year? Well, I have learned all the wonderful things that our families and students have access to in the Archdiocese of Baltimore and in the Catholic school. So every school I visit, I'm amazed by the quality of the education that our students are receiving. You have often talked about creating a school system rather than a system of schools. Could you talk a little bit about what you mean by that? Well, in a school system, there are certain things that are the same. We want all of our students to have access to uh, the standards, which includes Catholic identity, and make sure that we're providing teachers with resources that are helpful as they design instruction. That would be one example. Uh, When you, uh, we don't want schools spending their time figuring out what interact flat panel to do. If we work together, then we can actually point schools to the best solution for that problem. So that really creates a school system rather than a group of individual schools operating uh, without the help of the resources that the Department of Catholic Schools has. Mm -hmm. Are you working in curriculum as well? Is there going to be some more shared curriculum across schools? Yes, we actually have content area expert teachers who will be working with our team. They'll be in the classroom, but for a stipend, they will actually work to make sure that all teachers know about the resources in the curriculum and help to develop the curriculum and the resources. So we know that in a small team, we have to reach out to both principals and teachers and really our theme this year is year to lead so our content area experts for the first year will lead the improvement in in conversations around instruction but from where they are which is in the classroom Mm -hmm. you mentioned the theme for this year Uh, how will you encourage students to lead well the theme is the year this is the year to lead Uh, from Isaiah I have called you by name so we know that we have been called to this mission of Catholic education we know that our vision is to nurture and sustain the God-given gifts of every person in service to the mission of Jesus so that means that we're each called each called to make a difference stepping up to influence in whatever role we're in as uh, an educator or as anyone who's involved in Catholic education so we want our students last year was the year of service. So our students demonstrated that it's not only about learning, but it's about doing and it's about giving back and taking what you've learned and make sure that you're helping other. And we know that our students will be tomorrow's leaders, so we want them to be prepared for that. 
during that year of service, you had students doing all kinds of projects throughout the year. What, what were some of the highlights that you saw from that? Well, there was a student at St. Mary's High School that did a, a project uh, with the wetlands and with goats. And then there were students who I would go to a school and they were filling backpacks uh, to make sure that other students had access to food and also supplies. So everywhere I went, uh, students were demonstrating that really your faith is something that is action-oriented, that is service, that you were called to use your gifts in service. So that was throughout the Archdiocese. And we're actually giving awards to students and to people who really stood out during that year of service at the convocation. Mm -hmm. And the new school year starts September 3rd? It does. Uh, And we're excited about September 3rd. Uh, And everyone has been working, of course, all summer to get ready for our students coming back. And it's going to be especially exciting in Hagerstown this year because they have a big change going on your way there. Could you tell, tell us about that? Yes, St. Maria Goretti will be, they, they will have a new academic building and they are actually moving uh, into the academic building now. And then, so students will start in a state-of-the-art facility with technology and certainly Catholic identity and will be incorporated into it. So, uh, but they will have access to all this state-of-the-art technology and, of course, air conditioning and everything that you would want to create the conditions to learn. Mm -hmm. And what will happen to the existing building, the the previous building? Well, there are plans to uh, take that down uh, eventually and to create a a field so the actual field space and the gym will remain at the at one campus and then the academic building will be about a mile away Mm -hmm. there are a lot of great private schools in maryland but i think what separates archdiocesan schools from them is that whole faith component could you tell us how you try to encourage teachers especially teachers that are just coming into the system to understand the, the faith and be able to share the faith with the students Well, and that's the special part of being a Catholic educator. You get to grow in your faith as you're helping students grow in theirs. So when we have new teacher orientation, uh, and we've moved that to September, so we want our teachers to focus on getting ready for the school year and greeting their students, and they'll be with us at the convocation on August 29th, which is really a moment where all Catholic educators in the Archdiocese are together with Archbishop Lori to celebrate that this is really about our faith and growing in our faith faith and helping students. But in that new teacher orientation, we have always team with evangelization. Three quarters of it will be faith formation. Hmm. Why do you, what is the mission of being a Catholic school educator? And then we will also talk about some other things in the Department of Catholic Schools, but it is very much about helping people grow in their faith. And this is across the board. You could be a math teacher or a physical education teacher, but you're, you're still getting that same faith formation. Absolutely. And in fact, um, I visited Archbishop Curley uh, yesterday, and they were learning about uh, the program Play Like a Champion with Notre Dame and learning about how coaching is a ministry and how really you're teaching and building character and doing all those things. And you being a Catholic coach means uh, that you also have this responsibility to, again, teach uh, athletes about the faith through playing sports. 
And that Play Like a Champion program is going to be in several schools in the Archdiocese this year? Yes, in our high schools. Ab- yes, absolutely. So um, so they've been here in the month of August doing sessions with coaches. Mm-hmm. And how does that work? What do they learn from that program? They actually, someone from Notre Dame comes uh, and actually presents, and it's in different modules about how coaching is a ministry, how really the importance of the role of the coach, how a coach is someone that everyone remembers. So what will those athletes remember you for? Mm -hmm. And the responsibility that you have uh, when you are really helping a team really form and grow. Every fall, I know there's an Archdiocesan Rosary Congress. Uh, How are the schools involved in that, and what's going to happen this year? Well, that is at the Basilica, and uh, Father James Boric, of course, does the whole week. But we make sure that our students come to the Basilica, not only experience the history of the Basilica, but also pray the rosary and know how important the rosary is and the Blessed Mother is in their life. So we want to make sure that our students experience the Rosary Congress right here at the Basilica. Hmm. Enrollment last year was approximately 24,600 students in pre-K through 12 for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. And I think the figures for this year aren't finalized, but you're expecting to hold about the same, I understand. Is that right? Yes, we've stabilized enrollment. And of course, we have some schools that have gone up and some schools that have gone down a little bit. So we know that providing information so that, uh, and we have such generous donors with the Pi scholarships and the assistance and the Boost scholarship. We want to make sure that families know that they can access a Catholic education. So there's there are lots of efforts going on to make sure that families are aware. And you have some new initiative this year in that arena with public school fairs for the first time. What is that about? Right. So we will have two fairs at public school and middle schools to make sure that families, it's very easy for families to learn about what the Archdiocese of Baltimore and the Catholic schools have to offer. So everything is about uh, being responsive to families and being customer oriented. So we want to make sure that families not only know what we have to offer, but also know that it is more accessible than they think. And those fairs will be at Perry Hall Middle School and Catonsville Middle School? That's correct. And how can people find more information about that? Well, there'll be information on the website and certainly schools will be promoting those fairs as well. Great. Our guest today is Dr. Donna Hargan, Superintendent for the Archdiocese of Baltimore Catholic Schools. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation and talk a little bit more about some other initiatives in the Catholic school system, including a new Catholic school being built in Baltimore. For Catholic Baltimore, I'm George Matisek. We'll see you in a moment. Catholic News from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. Nine Catholic schools in the Archdiocese of Baltimore have new principals for the 2019-2020 school year. They include the first lay leaders of elementary schools in Frederick and Howard Counties and a new order of religious women providing direction at Immaculate Heart of Mary School in Bainesville. Marguerite Connolly is the first lay principal to lead Trinity School in Ellicott City since it was established by the Sisters of Notre Dame de Namur in 1941. Heather Kukazilla, the new principal at Immaculate Conception School in Towson, previously served as a teacher and administrator at the school. 
Sister Susan Louise Eater of the Oblate Sisters of St. Francis de Sales takes the helm at Immaculate Heart of Mary School in Bainesville, while Dr. Kathleen Kilty becomes the first lay person to lead Mother Seton School in Emmitsburg in more than 200 years. Matt Malone is the new principal at Our Lady of Perpetual Help School, Ellicott City, and Rosanna Rensberger now leads Resurrection St. Paul School, also in Ellicott City. Valerie Zandefall takes the leadership of the Archdiocese Only Bilingual School, Archbishop Border School in Highlandtown. Finally, Anna Shanahan is the new principal of St. Margaret's School in Bel Air, and Dr. Shannon Storch takes over as principal of St. Maria Gretti High School in Hagerstown. For profiles on these new principals, visit catholicreview.org. Father Fabian Marquez was the right priest at a very wrong time. Catholic News Service reported he was among several priests in El Paso, Texas, summoned to help out where they could in the hours following the brazen August 3rd assault at a Walmart store on the Texas border town that left 22 dead and dozens of others wounded. Father Marquez's role was to go to an elementary school in the city that had been set up as a reunification center for loved ones of those who might have been in harm's way during the massacre. By his own account, Father Marquez was there for some 48 hours consoling family after family. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the Catholic Review Newsroom, I'm Kevin Parks. Do you want to know more about what's going on in the church and the world than you can get from your daily newspaper or local TV? Read the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the church full-time, The Catholic Review. Pick up the print magazine monthly at your parish or have The Catholic Review delivered to your home every month. You can get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to the Catholic Review e-newsletter for twice-a-week updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Find our app on Apple and Android. And follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Wherever your faith takes you, Catholic Review Media is ready to inspire, teach, inform, and engage. Read it today in print and online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. For 143 years, New Cathedral Cemetery has served the needs of the Catholic community of Baltimore and Central Maryland. New Cathedral is the only cemetery owned by the Archdiocese of Baltimore and is the final resting place for many religious orders and famous citizens. 125 acres of rolling hills, trees, and beautiful monuments, the cemetery is an oasis of peace and tranquility and is located off Edmondson Avenue just outside of Catonsville. New Cathedral is dedicated to the task of tending to the mortal remains of our dearly departed and has many more years of available space. If you are in need of a burial site, vault, monument, or marker, or just a respectful location to place your cremated loved ones, our counselors will help you through this process and make sure the wishes of you and your loved ones are honored. Visit us online at newcathedralcemetery.org, like us on Facebook at New Cathedral Cemetery Bonnie Bray, or call 410-566-7770. You are listening to Catholic Baltimore on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back to Catholic Baltimore. I'm George Matisek, Digital Editor for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Our guest today is Dr. Donna Hargens, Superintendent for Catholic Schools in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. 
Dr. Hargens, I understand there's some exciting developments in terms of a new school in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Can you tell us where that stands? Yes, uh, Mother Mary Lang Catholic School will open in September of 2021, uh, and uh, we the groundbreaking will be actually in October uh, to begin the construction of Mother Mary Lang Catholic School. And how are you recruiting students? Well, students from Holy Angels and St. James of John John will have places guaranteed at this brand new school. So, uh, and then there will be room for approximately uh, 125 more students. What would the total capacity be? About 550. 550. You've gotten a lot of support for this. You have donations coming in from major grants and other individual donors. Donors have been very generous and what people believe in is the mission of Catholic education and the importance of having a school like Mother Mary Lane Catholic School right in Baltimore on Martin Luther King Boulevard. And this is the first Catholic school in nearly six decades? That's correct. Yeah. So it is uh, very important uh, and it's, it's really everyone's looking forward to it. So there's nothing more important than education in a community and we want to be part of the revitalization of Baltimore through uh, this building of a Catholic school. You've said before that the curriculum here will be top-notch. It's going to be at the same level as some of the other schools. How do you go about developing that kind of strong curriculum? Well, we want this curriculum to be uh, experience-based and project-based. So where the school is located is within walking distance of many important places in Baltimore, including the Basilica and the Railroad and the Historical Museum and the Walters Art Museum. And there are so many places that will be accessible to our students. And we want them to learn about the core subjects in context of an experience. So uh, every part about Mother Mary Lane Catholic School will lend itself to collaboration and to hands-on project-based learning. So there's a state-of-the-art science lab that's connected to a maker space. The media center will have room for collaboration and room for students to work on projects together. It will have a collaboration room that will have a studio so that students can demonstrate their learning through producing videos. The construction begins in October? The groundbreaking is in October? The groundbreaking is in October. We hope construction will begin in November. That'd be great. You mentioned technology. Uh, Technology is important today, obviously, but one of the things you're trying to do here is to collaborate with other Catholic schools around the country, I understand, and even around the world. How, How is that taking place? Well, and what we do is, and we're currently doing that, we have a technology integration specialist, Nancy Reed, is connecting schools through technology. So a classroom in one of our schools might be connected to another Catholic school classroom, either in the country or from around the world. So we know that you can learn, and right now access is at your fingertips to collaborating. So it's about learning together and working together on projects. So that's what technology can do. It's a tool to to create any kind of uh, Uh, barrier between people, it can bring you together, even when you're geographically not proximate. And we've seen that in the past. I know there were some Catholic schools that actually interviewed Cardinal O'Brien when he was in Rome. 
So yep. you've got that kind of thing going on. Absolutely. Yeah. And we now have the technology. And we talked about this being a school system. We know that every Catholic school in the Archdiocese of Baltimore should have access to technology and an infrastructure that allows that kind of learning to happen. So, uh, so we have a technology person that makes sure that our schools are outfitted with the technology that they need so that the students and teachers have it at their fingertips. This year, Baltimore hosts the National Catholic Educational Association Convention. When will that be, and what happens during that event? It's in April uh, the 13th through the 16th in Baltimore at the Convention Center, and we are excited to host it, and we're excited that our educators will have access to this national convention right here in Baltimore. And we know that people who come to Baltimore will understand the importance of Catholic education in Baltimore. It's where Catholic education began, but also enjoy all the things that Baltimore has to offer right there at the Inner Harbor. Will the educators get a chance to visit some of the Catholic schools or projects here in the Archdiocese of Baltimore? Yes, we actually have lots of volunteers uh, from the Archdiocese of Baltimore that will make sure that uh, convention goers know what, how to access all the places in Baltimore that are part of our Catholic uh, identity and our Catholic, uh, just our Catholic presence. Mm -hmm. So they will know exactly how to get to all those places. And then our teachers will benefit from the different workshops and things that go on? Yes, our teachers will benefit from national presenters and national workshops that are going to come right here to Baltimore. So all of our teachers are encouraged to participate, uh, and we actually have those as PD days built in our calendar to make sure that teachers can participate on uh, two of those days. Dr. Hargens, it's, it's often difficult for students to be prepared for the standardized testing and placement testing that they, they'll need when they're getting ready to go into high school. How does the Archdiocese try to support students as, as they go through that process? Well, we know that the high school placement test is a milestone for our eighth graders, and it is really important uh, for their application to high schools uh, in the archdiocese. So what we're going to do is two things, and we started piloting it last year, is to make sure that the eighth graders could take the high school placement test in the school that they're currently in. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that families have, uh, it's more convenient and responsive to families. So you don't anymore have to go on a Saturday uh, and transport your student to the high school to take the test, that it, be, it can be given in the school that you're currently in. So that makes students more comfortable and it also provides a service to families. The other thing that we're doing is because it's an important test uh, and it's just one of the things on the application to uh, high schools, but we want our students to be able to do as well as they possibly can. So we are giving to our seventh graders a pre-high school placement test so that families will get a report back about what their student did well on. Teachers will know what the students did well on. And then those areas where the, if they did a little bit of work uh, and a little bit of effort and intentionality around those topics that they could do better for the high school placement test. So we want people to have a sense of calm 
and assurance that the high school placement test is something that you can learn the topics that are on there uh, and that you can do well. So we want to make sure that every student in the Archdiocese of Baltimore, the seventh graders and the eighth graders, really have an opportunity to do well. We just have about a minute left. Are anything else happening this year in this school year that you'd like to mention? Well, I, I'll again talk about our theme, uh, A Year to Lead. Um, I have called you by name from Isaiah. We know that each one of us was called to the mission of Catholic education and that you can lead from wherever you are. And we want our students to be leaders. We want our teachers to lead from the classroom. And of course, our principals, um, they uh, exhibit their leadership. And we want to support all of those leaders again, as they provide quality education for students in Baltimore and in Maryland. That's great. Dr. Donna Hargens, thanks so much for being here on Catholic Baltimore. Thank you for having me. Our guest today has been Dr. Donna Hargens, Superintendent of Catholic Schools for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. For more information about Catholic education in the Archdiocese, visit archbalt.org schools. Again, that address is archbalt.org schools. For Catholic Baltimore, I'm George Matisek. Thanks for listening. Child abuse is not only a crime, it's also a sin. The Archdiocese of Baltimore has long made the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through rigorous training and background checks, and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese's efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org. Life can be hard, and at times we feel overwhelmed and alone. When faced with problems, know that there is a group of Catholics who are part of the prayer ministry of the Archdiocese of Baltimore, waiting to lift you and your needs to God in prayer. This ministry is comprised of men and women, young and old, religious and lay, from every ethnic and cultural background. They pray as individuals and in groups, in homes and meeting spaces throughout Baltimore. Like you, they are people who have suffered the same hurts, fears, pains, sickness, loss, and everyday burdens. Learn more about this ministry by visiting our website at www.archbalt.org. If you are in need of prayer, send your prayer request to prayers at archbalt.org or by phone to 410-547-5517. Would you like to volunteer to be a part of the ministry? Prayer ministers are always needed. Please call or email our coordinator who would be happy to speak with you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Baltimore. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May God bless us and keep us always in his love.